A very good evening to you from me, Father Emil. Yes, a very warm welcome to you to the program As the Sun Sets. It's a Friday evening. Great to be with you on this evening. I hope you've had a super day and that you're ready to face a, a weekend. And hopefully you're going to have a weekend of rest and relaxation. We place ourselves in the presence of the Lord as we come to the end of the day and at the end of the week and ask the Lord to be with us. So God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. And to begin with this evening, something different. Something being sung for us here by the novices of Marian Hill, Giavuma Baba, and sung for us in Ndebele. <laughs>
Lord, keep my soul from death and my feet from stumbling. Psalm 114, a psalm of thanksgiving. I love the Lord, for he has heard the cry of my appeal. For he turned his ear to me in the day when I called him. They surrounded me, the snares of death, with the anguish of the tomb. They caught me, sorrow and distress. I called on the Lord's name, O Lord my God, deliver me. How gracious is the Lord and just! Our God has compassion. The Lord protects the simple hearts. I was helpless, so he saved me. Turn back, my soul, to your rest, for the Lord has been good. He has kept my soul from death and my eyes from tears and my feet from stumbling. I will walk in the presence of the Lord in the land of the living. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Lord, keep my soul from death, and my feet from stumbling. My help shall come from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Psalm 120, a psalm about God being the protector of his people. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. From where shall come my help? My help shall come from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. May he never allow you to stumble. Let him sleep not, your God. No, he sleeps not, nor slumbers, Israel's God. The Lord is your God and your shade. At your right side he stands. By day the sun shall not smite you, nor the moon in the night. The Lord will guard you from evil. He will guard your soul. The Lord will guard your going and coming, both now and forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. My help shall come from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Your ways are just and true, King of all the ages. Great and wonderful are your deeds, O Lord God the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the ages. Who shall not fear and glorify your name, O Lord? For you alone are holy. All nations shall come and worship you, for your judgments have been revealed. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Your ways are just and true, King of all the ages.
Our Gospel reading this evening is taken from the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 10. Jesus instructed the twelve as follows. Remember, I am sending you like sheep among wolves. So be cunning as serpents and yet as harmless as doves. Beware of men. They will hand you over to Sanhedrins and scourge you in their synagogues. You will be dragged before governors and kings for my sake, to bear witness before them and the pagans. But when they hand you over, do not worry about how you are to speak or what to say, because what you are to say will be given you when the time comes. Because it is not you who will be speaking, it's the Spirit of your Father who will be speaking in you. Brother will betray brother to death, and the father his child. Children will rise against their parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by all men on account of my name. But the man who stands firm to the end will be saved. And if they persecute you in one town, take refuge in the next. And if they persecute you in that, take refuge in another. I tell you solemnly, you will not have gone the round of the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. Well, as I've been saying to you in the last couple of days, that what we are working through at the moment in the Gospel of Matthew is the discourse on the mission of the church. We know that Jesus spoke on the mount and he opened the, he showed us the way to uh, become part of God's kingdom, the doors that lead to the kingdom, the Beatitudes and so on. And now he speaks about being one with him and he's forming his disciples and he sends them out. But now in this part of the, the gospel, the discourse on, the, on the, the mission of the church and the mission of the, of the disciples, Jesus is making no bones about it. He says, listen, you've got a message. I've been preaching to you a message. I've been giving you a message. And you're excited about the message. You, you're able to drive out evil spirits. You can cure people. You can do all sorts of things with people. You can bring them life. And what you're doing is you're bringing people into the kingdom. You're bringing in the marginalized into the kingdom. So you're making them feel that they're really worthwhile. Beautiful, wonderful message. And so the, the disciples must have thought to themselves, wow. Beautiful. What a wonderful mission to have, to go out and to bring life to people and so on. But then he says to them, but listen, please, beware. Beware because I'm sending you out like lambs amongst wolves. And so you must be cunning as serpents, harmless as doves. A lot is asked of you as you go out with this message. And you're going to find a lot of opposition. The cost of discipleship is great. So you're going to experience a lot of rejection. You're going to go into the Sanhedrins. 
they'll scourge you in the Sanhedrins. Sanhedrins. Maybe they might not scourge you with whips or anything, but they will lash out at you with their words, with their knowledge of scriptures. They're going to lash out at you in all sorts of ways in the synagogues because you'll be preaching the coming of the kingdom and they'll be throwing the law at you and so on. Jesus says you're going to be dragged before governors and kings for my sake, just as he was. And we are going to, you're going to be challenged by them. But he says, when you are handed over, he says, don't be afraid. Hmm, that's constant, that's the constant message of the Gospels. You'll be dragged before people, you'll be handed over. Don't worry about how you are to speak and what you are to say. Don't be afraid. Because you see, those, those early disciples were very timid. They were very scared. And Jesus says, don't be afraid. Remember when they were on the boat, how scared they were? And Jesus calms the sea and he says, why were you so afraid? Don't be afraid. So as you go with the message of the gospel, don't be afraid. If you're hauled before tribunals and so on, the spirit of your father will be speaking in you. In other words, I will be with you and the Holy Spirit will be speaking in you and through you. So don't be afraid. You're not on your own. I am with you. And so Jesus is trying to get across to them a conviction that as they go on their way, just know that I am with you. Don't be afraid. It's like a child when a child walks down the road and he has his hand in his father's hand. The child is not afraid. The child knows that his father is not going to harm him, is going to protect him and so on. And Jesus is saying exactly the same thing. Don't be afraid. Hold me by the hand. Let me be with you. I will be with you. And my spirit, the Holy Spirit, will speak in me and through, through me and in you and through you. So Jesus is really giving encouragement to his early disciples, but making no bones about it, that because you are preaching the good news to people and incorporating into the people of God and into the church, into the kingdom ultimately, you're incorporating the marginalized, the lost, the, uh, the, the tax collectors, the sinners, the prostitutes, all these people that have been made to feel through the law that they are to be rejected. You're going to be bringing them into the kingdom and you're going to be reassuring these people of God's great love of them, God's great love for them. And they're going to rejoice. I mean, when I tell you, that God really loves you. And you say, but, oh, Lord, no, Father, you know, I'm really a bad person. I've committed abortion. I've, uh, I've committed adultery. I've been guilty of bribery and corruption and so on. And the Lord says, I know. I know. I know all the sins that you know about, the sins that you feel ashamed about, but I still love you. Come back. Let me hold your hand. You know, that's the attitude of God towards people. But the lawgivers are going to say, no, you've committed adultery. You should be stoned to death. That kind of attitude is foreign to Jesus. He doesn't want that attitude. And so as he sends his disciples out, he sends them out and he asks them to pick out the poor and the lonely and the marginalized, the desperate people of this world, make them feel really good because they are loved by God. Don't throw the law at them all the time and make them feel even worse than they are. <laughs> no, make them feel that they are worthwhile because that's how God regards you and me. He says, God says to you and me, I know your faults and failings. I know your brokenness, 
but I still love you. Not because, not because you've said prayers or because you've done anything to deserve the love. I love you just because that's part of my nature is to love you the way you are. And it's to reassure this in the hearts and the minds of people that is so important. So when we move and preach this gospel, the good news to people, we're going to be thrown this way and that. We're going to be questioned. We're going to be scourged and so forth. And in fact, there are going to be people in some families who are going to hold on to the law and others who will take to the message that, that you are preaching, that I'm preaching in you and through you. Brother will betray brother to death. The brother who's intent on holding the, the law in one hand and the other one who says, no, no, we must really reach out to people and love them and so on. Two different perspectives. So we're going to have brothers and sisters and families at odds with each other because of the good news. But stay firm, stand firm. Just know that I am with you. And if nobody makes you welcome, move to the next town. And if they don't make you welcome, shake the dust off your feet and move on. That's the kind of thing. But don't give up. Do the right thing and do it all the time. And Jesus says solemnly, you will not have gone the round of the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. So our task then is to really take to heart the message of Jesus. Know that we will experience hardship and uh, uh, condemnation and scourging and all the rest of it. But just know that the Lord sends us out and he will be with us to strengthen us in all that we do and say as we bring joy and hope to people. That's what Jesus did. And that's the incredible task that he gives to you and to me to bring joy and hope to people and to reassure people of the love and the mercy, the forgiveness and the compassion of God, our Father, towards us. Christ died for our sins that he might offer us to God. In the body he was put to death, but in the spirit he was raised to life. Christ died for our sins that he might offer us to God. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Christ died for our sins that he might offer us to God. And now we pray the beautiful Song of Mary. Remember your mercy, O Lord, according to the promise you made to our fathers. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Remember your mercy, O Lord, according to the promise you made to our fathers. Now Christ comforted the widow who had lost her only son, so let us pray to him who will come at the last to wipe away every tear from our eyes. Come, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, you consoled especially the poor and troubled. Look with mercy on those in any kind of need. The angel brought you the Father's comfort on the eve of your passion. We pray that your comfort may strengthen those who are dying. Let all exiles know your care and love for them. May they find their homelands once more and come one day in joy to the Father's house. And look in love on all whose sins have separated them from you. Reconcile them to yourself and to your church. The dead suffered the pain and loss of human life. Give them the fullness of life and joy in heaven. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, the cross reveals the mystery of your love, a stumbling block indeed for unbelief, but the sign of your power and wisdom to us who believe. Teach us so to contemplate your Son's glorious passion that we may always believe and glory in his cross. We make our prayer through Christ our Lord. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always.
Well, a beautiful piece of music there to end our evening prayer comes from Songs of Praise 2003, conducted by Richard Koch and the piece called Egalile, sung for us by the Cape Town Symphony Choir. Well, there we go. That brings us to the end of our evening prayer. Thank you so much for joining me. It's always lovely to have you at the end of the day. And I really hope that you're going to have a super quiet, restful weekend. But I suppose there's lots of sport on. and You're going to be meeting with friends and family. I don't know. Whatever it is you're going to be having, I really hope that you're going to have a restful weekend. And next week I'll be back with you again at 6 o'clock on Monday morning. So from me, Father Emil, have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Goodbye and God bless.